Welcome to episode two of Conversations with Dutch, man. I was, you know, I was going through when I posted it because I hadn't posted a podcast since like right before the shutdown happened. So and that's like April, March or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and, and my last episode did really well and it was about this dude, uh, he actually hit me up, I need to have him back on. This guy Marvin Motzenbacher, he's a, uh, he used to be a patent attorney. Okay. And then he just was like, I'm getting out of this. So he's, he, he, he's got his wife's Japanese. So they moved to some Island in Japan. Oh, dope. And he does like all this like solar shit, but he did like the stages of local resilience. And he had this whole chart and Charles Hugh Smith. I met him through him from, uh, you know, up two minds. And he, Mm -hmm. he had like, you know, what, what you should go after is, you know, like basically don't, don't hand over your protections to other people. So what do you do? So, start a credit union and it's like different stages how you start out what you do for medical what and it's just like that's his whole idea like right just take care of it yourself yeah. and you know so crazy as you were talking about japan a little island in japan yeah i uh it reminded me of kill bill yeah the scene when she goes to japan to get the get the get the uh the sword yeah and she lands on i think hokkaido or or is it one of the okinawa one of those islands anyway um yeah but um, you know, all, you know, always a pleasure talking to you. Last time was dope. You know, it's just a conversation, man. We just yeah, talking, we just sitting around, chopping it up. So people need to hear. Um, no, absolutely. But um, you know, before before you started recording, we were talking about obviously what's going on now yeah. nationally, and um, you know, for me, the thing that the thing that you know, for me, you know, as as a former um, military person, um, I, I can't say that I'm in favor of that or agree with what they did that yeah. that was that was that was that was deplorable that was disgusting um that was un-American well you know um we can we can even get into that but yeah for the sake of conversation that was un-American right as, yeah. as people like to think of themselves as and um I think um is going to be held to pay for the Republican Party and the conservative movement, so yeah. to speak. Um, you know, because, pardon me, um, when you look at it, um, there's there's no way that you can separate those two in the minds of the public, you know? And it doesn't matter what reality is, it just matters what perception is, and then perception yeah. becomes reality. Yeah, um, also, too, the news is really... Just they're just listen, man. Well, you got to think about it like this, right? Yeah. Um, There's two competing factions in America, right? You got the liberals and you got the Democrats, and you got you got Democratic Party and the Republican Party. Yeah. Um. And yo, the Democratic Party, the liberal side, is smelling blood, man, and they're going for the juggler, you know. And and hey, they, you know, I forgot who said it. I think it was Rahm Emanuel. He always says, uh, you know, you never let a good crisis go to waste. So they're going to yeah. press the gas. They're going to press a hard line. Yeah. And, um, you know, and people Patriot are going to. Act 2.0 is coming. And people are in favor of that, you know. and e- People just love not having freedoms. I don't understand it. The thing is this, though. <laughs> this, so, you know, what's crazy about that, right? Um, and that's always my biggest um, arg- argument with people. Whenever people say that, they never think of the flip side of that, which is accountability and responsibility. Yeah, um, you're free to do as as you wish. Yeah, but you have to be responsible and accountable for what happens when you do that, right? Absolutely. And, and and that thing, whatever the fuck that was, 
that disgraceful situation. I, to be honest, I didn't even take it serious, right? Um, in the sense of like, these are just clowns. Right? Pretty much, yeah. But dude, they should whatever whatever is the maximum penalty, they should get it because no one, you should not be allowed to do that shit in America. Had they had they just showed up there, right? Yeah. Stood behind the barricades, even if it was ten million of them, and did done whatever the fuck they did. Cool. Yeah. But you don't break into, you know, you don't break into the 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 seat of law yeah. and order in America without repercussions and ramifications. Oh, there's going to be consequences. And, and I'm I'm here for it, man. And then also, when you look at it, if if Republicans don't separate themselves from the president, they're going to be screwed because I think they're going to fuck him and going to fuck him hard. And if you think about it, they kind of have to. He, yeah. he he played right into their hands. And this is what happens when a narcissist is pushed to his limits, right? They 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 lose it. And I'm really curious to see what's going to happen because in my mind, um, whatever goodwill he had, man, is kind of gone, you know? And and it, put it this way. Yeah. You have people... You had people who were diehard against him, people who were diehard for him. Yeah. But you still had people, people, you know, they don't they don't like to hear this. They think it's whatever. But the truth is, if you and I both, you know, we're here we're here in Detroit. Yeah. Um, you know, I travel around, you travel around. Um, there were still people in the middle who were like, Yeah, you know. So a lot of people are just like, I'm just sick of all this. Yeah, bullshit. but there are a lot of people in the middle who were like, you know. I'm getting money. I'm making money. I, you know, I'm able to do some things I haven't done before. And yeah, he's kind of crazy, but my bottom line is good. My family's good. Yeah. Right? Those people now are saying like, "Yo, that's not what I wanted." You know. So, I, I, so he, he. To me, man, it's you just, know? It's, it seems like this huge psyop, man, because it's like you have people locked down. So many people are just locked down, and a lot of people, you know, their routines have been disrupted. You know what I mean? And it's just like, even if it wasn't a good routine, it was something that, like, going to their work every day or doing this or doing that. The key, the key to all of this, bro, is, in my mind, um, you know, human interaction yeah. cannot be replaced by, by technology. No. Um, you know? Um, there's a report out now about how young kids are showing anxiety. Like, you know, a person that I follow on Twitter, good dude, family man. Uh, he showed a, he showed a, he posted a picture of his of his five year old writing like, you know, I want the germs to go away. The anxiety, like, you know, that's terrible. You know, well, and and for me, right, when I think about this whole thing, um, it was so mishandled and politicized and fucked up that now the the pendulum swung so far out you know, to to insanity that now, you know, we can't, we, we have a hard time bringing it back. Now, the crazy thing is, right? Yeah. To me, the thing that bothers me the most about this whole thing is that um, you don't, like, people, there, there's, there's, there's this whole thing, right? Um, where people like the economic toll of this is is going to be is is going to be insane. Yeah. Um. You know. And for me, you know, a lot of times, man, I I, I don't speak because um, it's better to be, you know, 
reserve with your thoughts because um people just people are stupid man we're surrounded by idiots you know yes um and um you know i don't care enough to argue because the thing about it is right look man no matter what happens i still i'm in my office i still got to pay for this shit you know yeah you know you still got to run your business you know you still got bills to pay you still got to you got the employees you have people who rely on you yeah you know, the 15th is coming. We still have to do payroll. You know, this is a conversation, but the, our reality isn't changing. No. Um, yeah. You know, and um, so let's see. My thing is, you know, my thing is is um, there are no permanent allies or permanent enemies. They're just permanent interests. So I'm waiting to see what the president-elect Biden is going to do, VP-elect Kamala Harris. Um, you know, I have my opinion on, on them just like I have my opinion on, on President Trump. But it's not an opinion. It's a strong opinion that I hold very lightly. You know, um, I, th- I, think, I think none of these people in Washington give a fuck about us, first of all. Well, I agree. It's just um, like. So, so that's always my threshold, right? So since that's how I care, I, that's how, what I think, I'm like, you know, surprise me. You know, it's like. It's like, I know you're going to give me a shit sandwich, right? But, hey, maybe this time you'll give me a napkin. I don't know. You know, <laughs> so I don't expect shit from those people, man. That, you know, yeah. the shit don't, the shit don't, you know, it don't, it's whatever, man. And, you know, we'll see. But, but I, like I said, I think um, that was a disgraceful day, man. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can believe it because I think, I think we've ignored these really radical, because see. I what think I, people have become radicalized. Yeah, but also here here's the thing that I think is the danger, right? Um or not the danger, but it's it's funny to me, right? Because you know, I'm always leery when I see when when white people who normally aren't comfortable talking about racism start to talk about racism, I'm kind of like, okay, what's going on here? Like, what's your plan, right? Because now all of a sudden you're 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 seeing it right yeah so um i don't i don't give a fuck if these people are racist if they're not i just want them arrested because they fucked up yeah you know and and now now what i do think is a problem when we had um um the okc bombing yeah in 96 right we didn't go after the hardcore white supremacist anti-government people we let them slide and I think those people have been diffused and been able to do their thing, right? Now, what I don't like is that they throw every anti-government person into that. Because yeah. you and I both know there's some, there's some people who don't fuck with the government who just want to be left alone. But they're not out bombing. They're not racist. They're not anti-Semitic. I mean, they're not, they're just, just like, they just want to be left the fuck alone. Just like alone. me. It's just like I, I didn't go to Washington for that right. reason. It's just like, man, I don't care enough about Donald Trump. It's like, yeah, there's... there's I mean, I quit voting for a long time because I thought the elections were rigged. And then Trump won. And I was like, oh, maybe they're not so rigged. And then maybe, I and then, maybe somebody else rigged them. Yeah, you know? and then I voted it again. And then I voted again. It was like Trump hits all these bell weather things. It's like it just I just don't buy that Joe Biden had more votes than Obama in his heyday or any so of that stuff. So I'll say this, right? The reason here's what I think. Yeah, I do buy it 
Because if you think about it, right, we've yeah. been in the house since March. Yeah. So, dude, people are scared. That's true. You know, I mean, and, it, it, and it, it, a wise it, man says, right, a wise man said to me, love means different things to different people, but yeah. fear is the same for everybody. So if you scare people enough, man, they'll come out to vote because people are afraid. Yeah. You know, they, they've, they're being told that this is the worst guy ever, right? Yeah. And then, and then on top of that, now you've got this this mysterious virus that we've never experienced that's everywhere and anytime at any place except at Amazon and Walmart of course and it's not in any of the big businesses it's just at the small business yeah, right yeah. whatever right and people are scared bro so i get it people man. yeah people are really scared i think it's it's been a huge and you know man and it's just like i mean trump signed all the lockdowns into power he started it he yeah. pre-approved it and it's like People just kept thinking. I mean, it's still going. Dude, it's still going on. There's so many fucking this Nasera stuff that's going through the internet now. And it's just like people just are hoping. And it's like, God, man, like it, it, weird shit's going down. But Listen, it's just man, like, but it, I don't, it's, I'm it's, not going to, I don't, it, it just, I don't have time to, to just invest into that when it's like, nah, it doesn't help he, me. Here's what I always say to people, right? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You know why? Because the reality of what governments do, have done, and will do is, is fucked up enough. Yeah. So, you know, when people say shit like... So, here's the funny thing, right? Um, people don't know this, but I'm, I'm a black dude. I'm a black man. So, people say, hey, you know, if you're black, you know about Cointelpro, right? You know about that. Yeah. So... We know about the government infiltration of those groups, right? You think the government's not fucking infiltrating these white supremacist groups? Like, you're an idiot. But you're an idiot, right? Now, now, you got a couple of things going on. You got, you probably have, you most likely, or not most likely, it's definitively proven that there are government people who identify and, 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 and sympathize with these white supremacist groups. We know that. But then you're telling me that you don't think that the NSA, the FBI, and DOJ has also infiltrated those groups? Like, which one is it, man? So, yeah. the, like, you know, because because <clears throat> let's take this logical. Let's take this to a logical conclusion, in my opinion, anyway. And people, you know, who listen to this can tell, call me an idiot. Hey, you know where to find us. <laughs> Here's the thing for me, right? If you tell me that the government has only infiltrated those groups on the level of sympathizing and helping them, then what you're telling me is that every white person is racist. So if that's the case, then why the fuck am I voting for this white guy? Yeah. You see, so which one is it, man? Yeah. Which one is it, right? Well, or, or you're telling me that this white guy who did some things that are definitely construed as affecting black people negatively has now changed yeah. but these other white guys can't change so fucking which one is it can they change or can they not change yeah. and the point i'm making is this right the world is full of deception yeah because power doesn't operate only in the light it yeah. operates mostly in the dark we don't know none of this shit man we're all i'm guessing yeah i'm making educated guesses i'm not a fucking expert you know what i do I changed my mind according to the fucking information I received, right? That's right. But you got all these people saying like, oh, you know, it's just, you don't know. The, po- 
Pope's arrested. <laughs> Yo, right? But 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 the main thing is, and, and I hope this makes some sense to people because I sometimes I'm freestyling my thoughts as they just come into my mind, and, and yeah. my mouth doesn't move as fast as my brain. But the thing is this, right? If you believe that the government is completely unaware of everything these white supremacists are doing, right, then you're a fucking moron. Because this is what I will tell you, right? Again, if you read, governments are all about power. Yeah. I've said this to people all the time. I said, look, man, these guys, listen, these guys can get in here and mark. Matter of fact, let's, let's say 100,000 guys are going to march on D.C. with weapons, right? They'll all be killed. I, I and you know, and you know what? And the American people will cheer them on. Oh yeah, I, I think. And and not only that, right? Yeah. We'll 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 erect a monument to the people that killed them. Yeah. And we'll celebrate them. Yeah. But people are too stupid, man. And 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 the thing is this, right? This is what I always tell people. If you're if you're not a white person, right? If you're a minority, whether that be black, Asian, Hispanic. Even if you're a woman, if you're gay, if you're trans, right, whatever, right? Whatever minority status you have, it always plays a part. You just don't know what fucking part it plays, right? It's like yeah. it's like if I meet you, right? And you're like, man, fuck you. It could be it's yeah. possible that you did that because I'm a black guy. Yeah. But I don't have time to think about it. Because yeah. all I know is you said fuck me. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck's up with this dude? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I just ain't got the time to think about, well, what, doing motherfucking yeah. equations and mathematical gymnastics, man. All I know is, like, this dude said, I, fuck you, all right, I got to handle this, yeah. right? And, and, the, and, and, and what I'm trying to say with that is this. Again, these people that did that shit, they got to be dealt with. But what we got to deal with, we got to deal with radical people. Because in my opinion, man, if you claim to love this fucking country, yeah. you cannot have motherfuckers that want to overthrow the government in any shape, size, or form. I don't give a fuck who they are. You know, and, and, and you, they dealt with the Black Panthers, you know, who, who were not doing that, but they said that that's what they were doing. So they got to deal with these guys, right? And I think they will deal with these guys. Now, here's the tricky part. Because as they deal with those radical groups, all other non-radical folks, law-abiding citizens, they're going to lose some shit as well. So that's always the, that's always the give and take. It's the yeah. same shit as with nine eleven with home with homeland security. Yep. Motherfuckers are sitting up here talking about they didn't even read the bill. Yeah. How do you not read a bill and you just pass the shit into law? But that's always what happens. Unintended consequences, man. Yeah, and and just not, most of them don't read the bills. I think you know, man. I think what's uh, I guess what's what's like annoying to me is like you know the riots that took place this summer. Where you know, which pretty much destroyed small businesses, like yeah. in that and, area. Yeah, and 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 not only that. So here's the thing about that that really fucked me up, right? Yeah. What I hate, and particularly in Minnesota. Yeah. Um. There's video. There's evidence of I don't, and I don't know who those white people were. I don't care, and I don't give a yeah. fuck. I don't care if they were right wing or Antifa. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. They came into these black areas and destroyed black businesses. Yeah. And 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 that wasn't really that wasn't you know that was just put up that was just put in the media as black people doing that and the black people were not doing that. No, it's the you know I live in Harlem. 
I live in Harlem, which is a black neighborhood in New York, if people don't know. Yeah. Look, man. Every fucking BLM protest, bro, it was 95% so white, white in fucking Harlem. It's white people from the suburbs, too. Yeah, man. They it's, were bored inside. Dude, it's, it's like... Um, it's so that shit was about black people the way the NFL is, is by black people. Yeah, they're just players, you know, but they don't yeah. own shit. Yeah, that's, you know? I mean, it, and it's, 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 and it's Black Lives Matter fucking protests and shit are, it's become like, where's Waldo? Because you got to see how few black people yeah, are Yeah, and it's there. become like, it's, but it's also become a way of white liberals to show that they're down, right? Because yeah. it, you don't really have to do anything real. It's like a company saying like, hey, you know, you know Dutch, I'm not going to hire you. But, you know, I'm going to put up a BLM sign on our Instagram page. And it's just like this. It's a slap in the like, face. It's like, man, suck my dick. I don't need that <laughs> shit. You know, don't do anything for me. Like, I tell, I mean, don't do me no favors. If you want to help black people, I mean, I mean, you know, like. Dude, like, it's the economics and education. It's yeah. that fucking simple. Yeah. But, but listen, this is the thing. This is the thing. And this is the thing, man. This is the thing for all marginalized people that are not elites. If you want to do something for poor white people, don't tell them that, hey, your life is dope because you're white because you can look down on these other people. Do something for them educationally. But they don't do that. So no. all they got is I'm white and I'm clinging on to that, right? But meanwhile, you're broke as fuck and you're unhealthy, fucked up in the game, right? And in reality, they're not really white. Like, it's like white is like a it's it's a yeah. it's a status. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's you not, know what I mean. I don't need. Like what, I don't need. I don't need you to put no BLM up, homie. Please yeah. don't do that on my behalf no. because when I when I try to get some business with you, it's not there, right? But that's what they're doing. If, this symbolic shit. Yeah, if you want to help, I mean, just have real conversations with people. Yeah, but nobody want to do that. No, man. because they don't. because at the end of the day, man, the elites are the elites, bro. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna do whatever they need to do to keep that that that. Excuse me, to keep that you know that status. Yeah, you keep know, putting their boot down on our fucking necks, and that's a fact. Look again, small businesses are gonna be fucked up. Um, business, you know, I, I'm just really concerned because you know, like, for me, the lifeblood of of the community, right? And when I say community, I mean neighborhoods, yeah. small towns, big cities, is small business. Yeah, that's for people. even in New York. Yeah. Even in L.A., you know, like, and people don't understand what that means, right? Like, yo, you go to this, you go to this um, um, bakery, that's a small business. Yeah. You go to this supermarket, right? Even though there's 20 people working there, that's a small business. Because people just don't understand the scale of business, you know, like, yeah. you know, so to them, if, you know, and they, like, they get tripped up on shit, you know? This is a good time to transition too to what we actually originally wanted to talk about, which it's like yeah, let's it, talk it, about it. It pisses me off so much that we have to talk about like last week because it's it's Dude, everywhere. Yeah. But th- what like yeah. my big beef is with a lot of like legal marijuana. I mean, Michigan actually has really good. I like saying cannabis because you know marijuana is like a fake made up term that they made mm-hmm. to make hemp illegal. Is it's right now, like at Michigan probably has some of the best laws for startups. For, yeah, for for, for um, if for, you wanted to get in the business yeah, of legal the cannabis, um, they have really good licenses. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't go against you if you have felonies for growing cannabis and stuff like that. Which I have friends that have felonies for growing a plant, and it's so fucking ridiculous when you think yeah. about it. Yeah, and I have I have another friend that had felonies for being in possession of a plant and it's like when you when you break it down it's it's um 
it, it's so infuriating. And honestly, like legalization and, or just cannabis was something that, like I was always like, a, I mean, you know, as we've established, like I'm a hillbilly for people that don't know mm-hmm. it. So it's like, you know, we, we don't like being told what to do. We like mm-hmm. being, not being bothered. And we do a lot of things backwards for a long time because of that. And I think it's just because of like the just natural being contrarians. And, um, but with legal cannabis, man, it's right now, it's just like when you go to Colorado, it's, it's just basically like Budweiser and Bud Light. And so people think because it's, it's legal that it's better quality. It's like, well, no, it's a business. So they don't care about flavor profiles. They don't care about, they, they do to an extent, but it's what yields the most and what can I make the most money in the quickest amount of time. But, but let me ask you something, Drew. Yeah. So, okay, I'm sure I'm sure the people that listen to this, yeah, and that followed your your pie for years, they know yeah. that you're in the in the yeah in, oh, that you're in the the beef game. Yeah. Well, now actually, that's a new that's a new okay. Thing. So, so I'm in so, beef. So Drew's in beef. That's yeah. how we that's how we linked it the first yeah, time I we, moved yeah, here. We talk, yeah, we so talked for, about beef, but yeah. but but long story short, we, he I hit him up or you hit me up. Either way, shout out to Carl Option Gang, the whole community. We yeah. linked up in there. It was talking about crypto and business and everything. jokes everything life yeah. we we like to hang out the dj yeah right? yeah we we link we're talking about gambling <laughs> right Can, yeah. talking about cannabis the whole nine i said yo i'm in detroit working with cannabis you know consulting people on starting that da, 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 da. he's like yo i'm, I'm come da, da, da. boom yo you got fucking quality protein bring it on yeah. anyway that business right we connected because the point I'm trying to make. We connected because you're a quality purveyor. Yeah. I'm a quality consumer. Yeah. We 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 see eye to eye. We we care yeah. about the fact that you know where the cow comes from. It's grass fed. It's quality. I mean, blah blah blah. Right know, now, know your farmer. Right. You, know your farmer, bro. Fucking perfect. That yeah. was that was exactly where I was going. Yeah. People don't care about knowing their farming. We. Homie, that shit goes in your fucking lungs. Yeah. You could be smoking some garbage. Dude, you, it's, right? And also the marketing and like the black market is so annoying that it, people don't even know what good quality is. It's it's well, what is happening is being dumbed down. And yeah. there's a, and, and 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 people mistake information for education. Yeah. So True. my homie, shout out to the big homie Big Bamboo in Cali, award-winning grower, high times, certified, reputable. Yeah. We've talked for years because he's such a fucking stickler, right? Shout out my homie Cubero Matt as well. Yeah. Right? Another guy, quality. You know, I got a bunch of homies, you know, but I'm not gonna name their names because yeah. it's still gray. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. But shout out my man Chelsea, right? Yeah. All big growers. They they're on the legal side of things. Yeah. Now, now right? But the regulation is killing them. Yeah. Now, that's also done because they're trying to get you caught up in violations and fines so that it becomes a disincentive to run your business. And you can't even bank. Right. Right. Okay. So that's one thing. And then, but, but the reason I name all these guys, right, and shout out my man, Bam, because he's all about quality. You know, we're drinking coffee here, which is, is you know, it's, it's all right. Yeah. But you and I both know, like, this ain't our shit. You no. know, like, if, 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 if the, the outside was open, we probably would have walked a couple of blocks, got some dope coffee. And, and shout out to, I think it's Gas Lamb Coffee. They're dope, but yeah. 
You know what I mean? It's cold. But the point is, we would have probably went and got some dope coffee. Yeah. You know, some five, six dollar espresso. Yeah. Right? That we both really enjoy. Yeah. And also, again, because we're both small business owners. Yeah. And operators. We, we, we give it back. Right? Yeah. So you know that person gives a fuck. Absolutely. And it's like, it becomes a habit that you support that, right? But you also get educated. Yeah. You know about the pour over. You know, you know about the, the, the beans, all I used, that. I used to be so pretentious just to be funny and troll when I was still working yeah. a job. I had a, I had a Chemex pour over. Yo. And it would be like the first, because we would get inbound calls. So it would be like, it'd take me like 20 minutes to make this coffee. And my <laughs> boss hated it. It was just this thing. And it was me. And I was just a snob. And I was like, oh, no, you can't have any of this coffee if you put cream in it. Sorry. Right. Nah, and so I'd just be like such a dickhead about nah, it. But you know what? There's yeah. a, but, but see, I'm glad you said that because the point I was making in a very long-winded way is that it's about educating. Yeah. But without being an asshole about it, right? Oh, yeah. So man. so we, we all crack jokes and do that type of shit. But the fact is you're passionate about it. I'm yeah. passionate about it, right? Yeah. And my boy Bam is the same way. He's like, yo, I can lay out five strains. And I give you the flavor profile of each. The, like yeah. I can tell you exactly what they're going to do for you. That's important, right? And 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 people love that. But that's that's kind of gone, right? I, not it's not gone, but it's not as prevalent. And I think for me, I'm so glad you brought up coffee. But for me, right? I think at its best, you want to run small, hyper local, hyper focused on yeah. educating. Right. And it should be a passion. Yeah. And that's where shit gets kind of tricky, because can you do enough numbers to put to keep the lights on? Yeah. Because to me. Right. And I'm going to share it because who gives a fuck. But but when I think about weed, I think about running like, you know, you, you've been in New York, you, you've been in Frisco, L.A., whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Blue Bottle Coffee. You know how their um, layout is of their coffee shop? Mm-hmm. OK, it's super small. You know, you come in as a counter, it's, it's small. But the point is like like a legit coffee shop where you have like, you know, your you know, you got your you got your beans, you you got your weed that you can buy in bulk, like by the ounce, right? You got your you got your eights that you can buy, like how you buy an espresso shot. You yeah. got your pre rolls, right? Yeah. And then, you know, I might have some concentrates for the real OGs, you know, for the real heads, right? Mm-hmm. But guess what? Everything has like a little card where I'm telling you what it is. Yeah. And and I'm not carrying no 30 fucking strains. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have 8 million fucking edibles. I don't got 10,000 brands. My shit is minimal, but you know, like, yo, if you go over here to, you know, Dutch and Drew, yo, you're going to get the flyest blue, blue yeah. dream. You're going to get the dopest OG. And every week they got a special. Yeah. First come, first serve. And you know what? I'm working with Drew, who's growing it. Yeah. I'm working with Bam, who's growing it. Yeah. And and maybe, you know, once a week, I have somebody come in and talk about what they grow, and you can meet them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it's got to be. But when you think about it, right, business and money, that concept that I just mentioned, how can you scale that? Yeah. Who's going to give me 20 mil to run that, right? Because, like, how am I trying to run this? this? Is this some passion shit? Yeah. Then I'm like really on some like, you know what? I just want to fuck with the thousand people that really fuck with me. Yeah. And that's what I'm about. I don't need a million people. I would rather know that every week you come to me I c- and, and it's dope and the quality is never going to suffer. And people can fuck with us and know that, yo, yeah. they come here. 
is going to be dope. But that's what I see it coming to. And yeah. then you're always going to have your big operators because, listen, you can get Dunkin' Donuts, you can get Starbucks, um, you know, you can get 7-Eleven coffee. That's how it's going to be, right? But the thing is, the government, again, those cocksuckers, they're doing the bidding of these mega fucking fuckers yeah. because the mega fuckers are like, yo, man, listen, I just spent $200 million to buy all this equipment and put all this shit together. Make sure these motherfuckers can't come into the game until I have eaten. That's right. You know, so they don't, they fuck up small business. They, I mean, they, because, they, because the truth of the matter is what I just described. Yeah. The reality is, homie, I have no doubt that, listen, that's, I'm going to do that concept. Yeah. But you know what? You know where I'll probably do it? Where? I might not even be able to do it in Detroit because they'll price me out. But I'll do it in a college town. Yeah. Or I'll do it in like a, I'll do it in a small town. Yeah. Like Columbus or Ann Arbor. And these are college towns, but it, yeah. it's not because of, you, you feel me? But, yeah. or just a small town. Not necessarily, but just a small town. But Columbus is the biggest small town you've ever been to. That's yeah. the weird thing about it. Like, nah. there, there's like two million people there, but it's, it's a, it's a small town, dude. It's, you know what's so crazy? Yeah. I applied for a job there at a, um, at a, um, an asset management firm. They were paying two and a half, they were paying two and a quarter, 225 grand a year. It's a lot of money. And a bonus. Yeah, but then I was looking at the dope spots. They weren't cheap. And I was like, no, oh, yeah. okay, you know, like it, it, it kind of makes sense because well, it's it, not, it will, you know? So it's weird. So you can, you can find, I mean, like I joke that I live in the hood, but I'm in Columbus, man. There's no like, I mean, people get murdered on my street, but it's all gang shit. I mean, it's just like, you know, yeah. it's not, I don't, I don't. F- it has nothing to do with you. No, I mean, it actually, I don't know if I told you this story. So I had this, another farmer buddy. It was weird. He came down with this girl I knew and they were coming because my buddy, Brett, he, he has this show called the School Sucks Podcast. It's, it's pretty well known, but it's. He's not famous by any means, but he's had like Michael Malice on. He's been on my, Malice's show. Yeah. And um, so they were coming down and uh, he was working in the farm. So he had like a, he had like a, just like a bandana. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I tell you, it was, it was Crip Colors. Oh, shit. And so this guy came up to him in the truck and he was telling him not to wear that. And he goes, do you have, do you have gangs in this neighborhood? I was like, <laughs> but look around. Like, look where we are. And it's so I always, I always like telling that story just because it's it's so funny because, you know, people don't fuck with me, though. And it's like people I've run people off that sell drugs in front of my house or. Right. I mean, cars, people get fucked up and crash into cars and drive right. off. Like, right. I, but I had but, a car totaled. My buddy. Yeah. You told me that yeah, because yeah. the street's active. Right. But yeah. But the point I make. But the point you're making. Yeah. Is that relative to all that, it's, it's still kind of flatline it ain't really no hectic. i mean there's a lot more murders have gone on this summer that's for sure but yo, it's everywhere bro look at and they're inside look at me. like new york is like crazy yeah it's crazy yo my homie like dice games are back listen, i heard my and shit homie was walking. dice games never left my oh. homie was walking like literally how i'm sitting like yeah. somebody next to him he's coming from the supermarket on 112th street like you can look it up dude just shoots the motherfuckers dead in the chest and to the point where the guy got shot like I, I'm assuming, like in the air, like where your chest and your neck meet, and he got shot by a four. I think it was a 44, 45 caliber, Jeez. heavy caliber, at close range. Blew his head. Might have even been a 357. It looked like he got decapitated. So the dude passed away. Right now, the point, the point I'm, I want to make with that is, people are going like that's some 
economic anxiety for your ass, right? And that's why violence is up. But but to take it back to what we were talking about, I think that's also and funny. Sorry to connect it to what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's the reason why you're seeing all these leg- legislations. And, I'm sorry, all these legalization efforts passed because they're like, yo, we got to do something to create money because this is going to get crazier. Yeah. And it's going to spread. You know because it. Crime starts with the people who have the least, almost. Yeah. But then eventually, man, it's like kindling, right? Like, eventually, all of it burns. Yeah. So you got to stop that shit. So that's why they pass all these laws, because it, hopefully it'll create jobs. Um, but the point yeah. I'm making, the point I, the point, the point I want to make as well is we got to leave a, a lane for the small players. Because, again, that concept that I just mentioned, man, that I could, like, I could do it. I want that. Yeah, craft. It, it craft businesses, yeah. man. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, but but not if not if the person because again, right? Yeah. There's also this thing in business now. Everybody's talking about scale. Like motherfucker, scale your mama. I don't yeah. want to scale. Yeah. What about what if you're just a person who wants to be a small business owner, which is really just creating a job for themselves, where they don't have to answer to yeah to to anybody except their customers. They want to answer to the customers, right? That's, they want to answer to the market. They don't want to. Yeah. You know. That's where I'm at, man. But it's also like you know, when I think of scale, it's like um. I don't, you know, I yeah, thought about getting but, a warehouse and shipping, and then it's just more, but see, more but problems. But here's the thing. It's kind of, it becomes tough to, so if you don't have capital of your own, yeah, it becomes tough to to get people to invest because in their mind, they're like, where's my return? You know, but but I agree with you. To me, if you got a small player who's, who's doing their thing, you know, let's let's say after taxes, they clear 80000 But, yo, they love what they're doing. You know, and maybe they employ two people who clear 40, 50 grand or 30 grand, maybe some part-time shit, but everybody's happy. What's the problem with that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So so I think I think with the legal weed game, those people are it's being made harder for those people to stay in the game. Now, another thing is also super over-the-top enforcement, right? Um, which is really just designed. It's similar to how they fuck with the hospitality game. Like in New York, they'll come and give you tickets for bullshit. But because law enforcement is also about generating money, and ticketing is the way to do that, right? So it's all fucked up. But the main thing is, when you think about legalization, is who's 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 moving the, the needle on that? Yeah, is big business. Well, I mean, you know, if you look at what happened in Canada, I mean, yeah, Canada is it's, fucked. It's all ex officials that are part of these companies, and of it's course. like like uh, all the can- big Canadian cannabis companies. It's all fucked. I mean, I had what was it? I mean, I had friends from, uh, you know, because we used to go to, you know, mm-hmm. Puff Mama's place mm-hmm. at the underground. And they'd have, like, you know, events where growers would come and, you know, you could talk with them. And I know some people that, you know, they're mm-hmm. making a lot of money now. But they yep. they sold into the, the big the government uh, cesspool of, uh, what is it, government? It's like incest, government incest. Or it's like, oh, I used to work for this. I used to work for the government, so now I have this position. I know nothing about cannabis, but if it's going to be legal, I, I, I have to in. get paid. And I want it, yeah. yeah. Um, and and that's sort of, but you know what? That's kind of what's happening um, in everything, right? Yeah. Like, if you're a government official, you get to eat at the trough, right? So, yeah. Um, you know, you don't know shit about anything, but you're on the board of this pharmaceutical company. Why? Because you're a politician, right? You were in Congress or Senate for 20 years, right? Like it's like if I'm a senator, right? Yeah. Or I leave. I've been in twenty years. 
but I know Drew, I know yeah. this guy, I know that person, I know that woman, I know that woman, I know her, I know her, I know him. So even if we weren't close friends, you know, if you're like, hey, you know, Dutch, I need access, I can say, hey, you know, um, hey, Rebecca, or, or hey, Stacy, or hey, Stephanie, or hey, Yolanda, or hey, Carl, or hey, you know, yeah. Ruben, hey, Carlos, right? And they'll be like, oh, hey, Dutch, you form, you know, or literally like if you've been to the Capitol, you can literally walk in because it's open. right? Yeah. You, you go in and, and they're like, oh, Mr. Dutch, how you doing? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm just here with these guys, you know, or let's schedule a dinner, blah, blah. You got access. Yeah. Access is everything, man. Yeah. You don't get the money. Money, the, the, this is the thing that people really don't think about. No matter how much money you have, sometimes you don't have access. Yeah. But with the access, you can always get. Sorry, the money doesn't guarantee you access, but the access guarantees you money. Yeah, I agree. You know, I and think. and that's what's happening with the weed game, man. Yeah. You know, now now I think now to 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 bring the positive things that I think are happening. I think if you're doing innovation, so I tell people, man, get away as far as you can from the plant, and you know to, the old cliche, you know Levi's. Yeah. They started with the gold rush, baby. They never mind gold. They just sell them motherfuckers' pants. Yeah, I want to sell picks and shovels. That's it, bro. So think about innovation. So everybody that calls me, I try to get them out of the growing dispensary lane so fast like that. Because I'm like, you're wasting your time. You ain't got enough money for that. Think of something. So I, I've been really trying to link with, with food scientists, with, with, with people who... Are on the on the CPG side, the commercial packaged goods side. The There's a whole lot of uh, bullshit in that stuff too. Oh, super garbage. Yeah, but but the thing is because because what what's happening now is kind of this thing where people are like, oh wait, I got a cup, put weed in the cup. I got a phone, weed phone. It's like, come on, man. Like the consumer is smart. Like, you know, I was saying to someone, for me as my in my job as 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 a consultant when I talk to these people about their their IDs and their companies and their product, right? If you don't start off with respect for the consumer, I'm not fucking with you. Because yeah. I, I, I know you're, you're, you're fighting a losing battle. You know, it's, it's, again, same in your business, right? You start off with respect for the consumer. You're like, hey, Dutch, I got this, and this is what I'm doing. This is what it is. You're, you're, you're assuming that, hey, A, this person wants to be informed. Two, this person is going to know how to deal with that information. And three, they're going to appreciate that information. Yeah. And when you do that, man, I'm all in. I'm like, yo, fuck yeah, bring them, bring them ribeyes, bring that, bring that oxtail. You know what I mean? Because yeah. because I saw the respect that you have for me as a consumer. Well, and I that's even, important. And, right? and the other thing I said to you was, I don't like the way these meat cutters cut this. Yeah, I'm probably not going to use this because I don't. I want. Yeah, I want things to look a certain and way. And that's I what I'm talking about. I want package appeal. Yeah, I want. You, and you said that. You said, listen, this this is kind of off, but if you want it, I'll I'll I'll, I'll discount it. Yeah. Remember? And you yeah. were like, yo, you know. Because I got some, we got some beef yeah. now because we didn't know, oh, man. Because I was just making calls to, yeah. because I was like, oh, I'm in this business now. Well, I need to make sure I can butcher cows. So, because they're all booked up. So, I found this one small butcher that's like a family butcher. I mean, right. it's family owned, but they just got tired of doing the extra paperwork that's needed to have sellable meat. The licensing so, again, government. Yeah, yeah, and it was just... And that's the, needed. Yeah. The inspector's there still, 
but it was just extra paperwork to say, oh, you can, this meets for sale. But so I tell most people that and, and they don't care. And it's just like, I'm, but I, the, but actually like I've gotten, they cut it, the meat better. So like the ribeyes look way better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, my parents were like, no, I like the fat cap. I'm like, yeah, I, I do too. And like I said, like they mainly were at Hillsdale, man, like they were doing, we asked them to do steaks. But I know that the guy That's has... That's really their shit. Yeah, I, but I, and I know, too, that the guy has struggled keeping help because of where it is in Michigan. Like, there's tons of drug addicts and shit. Oh, yeah. And it's like... So it's he's, it's hard for him to get pe- good workers. And yo um, man, that's that's the thing if you understand. It's a struggle to get skilled work. And yeah. Hey, I don't know I don't know who's listening, but trust me, butchering is skilled work, man. Oh, I mean, you uh, can fuck up some shit if you don't know what you're doing. So I want to shout out, you know, the House of Meats because that's what kind of like when I was selling my microgreens in there. That's that's when I got in there. So there's two different families that run it, and so but it's traditionally like there used to be a meat cutter school in Toledo like a long time ago, which I didn't know. And like Toledo has like some really cool small grocery stores that are family owned that the city doesn't i think they appreciate but they don't actually know how cool it is like so like so many big grocers have gone in there and failed like kroger's the only one that's been in there and lasted so there was like farmer jacks failed giant eagle failed um there was a thing called food town which now is back but it's mainly in michigan and they all closed and so it's it's interesting to see like all these big grocers try to go into like they just got a whole foods now and it's like you know, Whole Foods sucks compared to Churchill's, which is the one I sell to. And you were saying that, like, man, yeah, Whole the, one, the the Whole Foods in Detroit is literally the worst Whole Foods. But it's, I've but ever it's been also to. Amazon owns it now. Yeah, Whole Foods is garbage now that Jeff Bezos got his tentacles in that bitch. Yeah. So that shit is whack. Um, I'm really not trying to fuck with them at all. Oh, so what I was gonna say is this: so when Costco came in though, and they pay their people well, and then they run like. I, for a big business, I actually really respect nah, the way Costco is respectable and reputable. So they they're paying the meat cutters so much, so they just can't like so, they so K and J can't compete with that. Yes, yeah, so they lose so many meat cutters to Costco. So like if you go to Toledo, I bet they have some of the best Cuts, cut meat. Yeah. yeah, because because the thing for me is this right like um when when you when you start running your own thing, whatever it is, however small it is, you know. And and shout out to my ex-girlfriend who... who, who the food learned, truck? Yeah, man, who I learned a lot from with the food business. You know, like, I saw how much care she put into her stuff, you know, and how passionate she was. Like, she was a perfectionist with it. And then, you know, because of her, you know, we, we used to go... I mean, when you're in the hospitality business, that becomes your, your crowd. Yeah. So we'd always be at restaurants because she would either meet people or read about about stuff or, or want to go try, you know, get inspiration because you're learning from each other. You know, like you might be cooking something and that inspires me to do something, you know, not even a copy. But, yeah. you know, you might, you know, I might come to your spot and you're cooking with goats. So now I want to do something with goats. So we would yeah. just see all this type of stuff. And what I realized from that is two things. One, how how much craftsmanship goes into food when you really give a fuck about it. Yeah. And then two, how important it is for your, how important your presentation is. Yeah. You know, um, plating, right? And even if you just, that could, that even if you're selling the sandwich that people are going to put in the, carrying their hand around a food fair or, or a food truck thing or, or, or a stage wherever, you know, whatever, or catering or whatever. Right. Uh, backstage when people are being catered to like 
how shit looks in yeah. your hand or on your as you take it, you kind of feel like, oh shit, I gotta present this a certain way. So that goes to what you said, right? Like if you cutting the, the steak wrong, I'm looking for it to look a certain way. Even if the shit is really, really good, if it doesn't look a certain way, I don't want it. You know, because, yeah. it, you know, like I've been in places, man, where the porterhouse was cut worse than the fucking chuck eye. Yeah. And this porterhouse is allegedly a better cut, even though chuck eye is my favorite. Yeah, I need to get chuck eye. I never, like, there's there's so much too that when well, I, I mean, jumped in there. Chuck eye is the poor man's ribeye, yeah. porterhouse, all that. It's dope. It's a dope ass cut. And it's cheap. Like, I used to get them for like six a pound. Yeah. It's, you know? And it's, um, yeah, that's that was the thing. Like uh, when we first opened up those steaks, and we started cooking them. Like I had a chef come over. He's like, they didn't look good in the bag, but I was like, but there's two in a bag. And then when he actually pulled it out, they were just really small. Yeah. And it's like, and that's stuff that they do out in the rural spots too, because like the rednecks, they'll go. <clears throat> I don't know if in New York, if people try to sell you steaks out of a cool a freezer that they have rigged in their pickup truck. It's very common in Columbus and the yeah, other but see, the funny shit is that's <coughs> dope because yeah. now in New York, what they try to sell you? They try to sell you seafood. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. they cut the steaks really small. Yeah. So then they can say, oh, get 10 steaks for so much, such 30 such. bucks or 50 bucks Yeah, or so whatever. you think you're getting this great deal, but you're really just getting a bunch of thin cut yeah, steaks. Yeah, man, I'm not with that. And for me, right, like, look, man, when I'm getting a steak, I want a fucking steak. I want to see that bitch sizzle in yeah, my ten ounces. Hour, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, because first of all, I'm not eating it every day. You know? No. I mean, I would if I could, but yeah. health-wise, that's just not the move. But you know what I mean? You want to see some... You know, you want to, you want like, it's got to look like something, right? Yeah. Like, um, but when you think about, when you it's think about It's the same about thing that, with cannabis, though, too. Like, I was going to bring it back bag to Bag appeal. It's about, like, when you, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, when, you, when, you, when you're looking at, you know, like, I've been to these operations, like, when I was in, you know, I, I help people out yeah. in California as well, just on, on the fundraising side and the business development side and things of that nature. And I have a lot of relationship in that business. I go out there. I always love going out there. I go to the grows. Yeah. You know, and then when you, when... When I go to the grows, I like to go when they finish curing the crop and they're about to put it together for, you know, either, yeah. you know, retail or, or wholesale or whatever, right? And I was at my man's uh, processing, basically, and um, at his grow when they had cured. And he had like five workers and they were selecting the buds because he was putting the shit in jars Um you know, Hopefully they put humidity packs. In yeah, it yeah, yeah. So because there's a lot of commercial growers that don't even that don't do, do that, that now. Nah, but he he sells these little glass jars. Nice. And they he, the dispensary buys them. You know because they sell them like you you've yeah. been in this, you know yeah, they have yeah. little jars. So that was his brand. Um, yeah, packaging is a big deal. Yo, listen. By the way, anybody listening, if you need branding and design services, shoot me an email. Sorry, go to the website Endurance. E N D U R A N C S and Cat E dot I S. Check them out. That's my man's um, firm. Real dope. Um, you know, um, and we talk about it all the time. Because yeah. again, everything is a presentation, man. Everything's a presentation. Like, like, bro, there's pack, there's, you, and this, this again, we all over yeah, the map, yeah, yeah, we yeah. swerve, and we'll be back in our, in our cannabis lane. That's another thing that you said pisses you off and it pisses me off too because, again, we see a bunch of shit. The packaging is dope and you open up shit as garbage. And also, everything is... Um, things are getting really boring with breeding. Everything tastes like fucking Girl Scout cookies now. Because that's... The, well, it's that's what everybody wanted. cookies, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what everybody wanted. And it's like, you know, I want 
I think, but I think it's going to reset. It's just like anything. It's like, with anything. And, yeah. and you know what? Here's the thing. So there's a dude um, who's real dope, Shabinsky. Sure. Uh, okay. He's a sherbet guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you got gelato. You got your cookies, right? But yeah. again, these are all derivatives, right? But the thing is, man, what 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 is needed and what is going to happen and what I'm working on, on making happen is getting the brand and the design right, yeah, and the presentation right and the concept right, and you can and you can really eat, man, because because yeah. people listen. The one thing I'm hoping for, and again, this is why I said, man, I don't really give a fuck who's president. What I hope is that President Biden and, and VP Harris, particularly particularly VP Harris, being from that West Coast, I hope yeah. that she gets in there and kicks the door down so we can get national repeal of this fucking prohibition. Because I mean, I'm that's telling something you, Drew, Trump should have done. He, he fucked up. I'm telling he, you, he, he shot himself he, in the he, foot. He fucked up so many things. That he could have done, but he didn't. He, ego, he, he bro. He should have pardoned Snowden. He should have pardoned Assange. He should have pardoned the guy from uh, ego. Silk Silk. Silk Road. Ego, bro. Yeah. yeah. Ego. Ego. But the thing is this, right? Hopefully she kicks the door. Hopefully she whispers in Biden's ear. I hope. And if they do that, man, I'm telling you, we're going to be back here talking about how much innovation has come into the game. Because, listen, I'll give you an example, right? Um, I think one of the biggest areas for innovation is, for, is, is catering to women, man. Yeah. Like, listen, they if any, if any women are, are listening, please get at me. Um... You know, check us out, ColemanYoungConsulting.com. Send me an email. I want to hear from you what your IDs are about cannabis. If any women want to talk about their, their business plan or their, their business concept or their product concept for cannabis, talk to me. Because honestly, man, you, you, people can't see my face, but you can see me. I'm fucking, like, yeah. I'm fucking glowing with excitement. Like, I'm so excited for women to really get into the game because the products that, that, can, that can be beneficial to them health-wise yeah. and wellness-wise... It's amazing, and I want to help because I think that's the next lame. And I'm tired of these dumbass motherfuckers with their fucking bullshit ass designs. And and I don't care about none of that shit. I I don't care what these dudes are doing. Fuck There's it. uh so like you know cones like so I, I allegedly mm -hmm. you know well it's mm -hmm. decriminalized now, but I smoke a fuck ton of joints, man. Like I, <laughs> this is something that started with COVID. Like I would be I'd smoke joints here and there, but like I was so fucking angry, and I was like, look. You can't go into the world being angry. That's no, just you not can. you. No. So it's like, so, you know. Yeah, because you're like, you super agree. <laughs> yeah, you just I'm mellow, nice, man. I tried. It's yeah, just yeah, like. Yeah. But, you know. I was so, like, I'd be so fucking mad, Dutch. And I'd be like, oh, like, I was so pissed. So I just started smoking a ton of fucking weed. So I was like, look, you need to fucking chill the fuck out. And then it actually changed because it was like, okay, now I'm becoming a, more of a snob about weed. Where I just had a lot of snobby weed friends and I just borrow their opinion. But then I start having my own opinions about it. And then it's like, I'm into these cones, right? So my, my girlfriend would only smoke blunts. And so I got That's her. It's bad for your lungs, man. Yeah, and I'd be like, look, joints are so much better. You get hemp paper. It's just like, look. And a lot of people, like, a lot of my friends only do dabs. Like, they're hash people. Yeah. And it's like, that's all they smoke. They say it's disgusting to them. They don't taste all the terps when you. Yeah, man. Now, nah, but it, the dab, it, the fire. The dab, you, listen, you taste everything. And, my, listen, and they man. only use rosin my one but no yeah yeah, yeah. They, no matter of fact yeah. I, so so that reminds me gonna make a commitment here when i make a commitment publicly i mean even when i make a commitment privately or publicly i always hold to it i gotta do a guest show uh with drew and his and his rosin people and the weed people um 
because I want to talk to those people. Like I want to, I want to have an, I want to have a show. We got to do a show when we discuss yeah. that game with people that are reputable, you know. Because I think you have a good audience and 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 you're you're a dope dude. Well, a lot and, of those people is, though don't like to talk. Like they don't that's want, the problem. That's what I was gonna say. It's like they've I, nah. been underground for so and fucking. Even though long. shit is legal, they yeah, like we legal, baby. You could talk about yo, yeah. If, yeah, we in we in Michigan. Yeah. If you had a pound of weed in your bag, you're good. Yeah, it's I, even I, think, in, I mean well, I'm exaggerating, hemp, but you well, get my point. But hemp is legal now in Ohio, which is weird, and they didn't realize that they also legal, like they they didn't understand what they were doing because the lawmakers are so fucking. Now they're, out they're of like it. ninety, man. They're yeah, all in my so, mom. So now if you you can't get it, like unless you have like half a pound. They don't care. Yeah, that's because, what I'm saying. Because they have to send it to get tested, and you can't say, like, there's no way to physically tell the difference between CBD flour and THC flour because it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just about the THC content. Yeah. But, but again, right, it, so it's funny because you're absolutely right. Because a lot of the people that I, that I could mention by name and people that know the game would know them, I haven't because they're like they're like just like you just said they're like making their money Same. they're doing shit reputably they don't want to be in the spotlight because they used to be in so under and yeah. even now that shit is legal obviously been legal in California it's legal in 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 Jersey yeah um it's been legal in Colorado that's and they really those guys they just go from Cali to Oregon to Colorado and back they don't go anywhere where shit is not legal they don't even come to New York they're like man fuck New York you know because I want to be able to just smoke and do my thing you know because again these guys are real connoisseurs you know like like my boy he'll he'll sit up in the morning and roll up and there'll be some fly shit you know and and he won't even smoke and you know what I mean like he only smokes his own shit and and they trade with each other reputably like oh I fuck with you because you're like on this level well it's like you can you know you can taste chemicals when you smoke a lot of shit, man. It's just like, even in the dispensaries, like... I, a lot of shit suspect. And I was telling you here, like, people think because they go to a dispensary, it's the yeah. gr- greatest fucking weed ever. It's like, no, man. Nah, it's, it ain't. Know your goddamn farmer. You know, sorry to say the Lord's name in vain, but it pisses me off because it's like, this is why I got into farming. Like, it was it was like, mm-hmm. I wanted... I, I did Whole30. Mm-hmm. And I read, like, it starts with food, and I start like, looking, and I was like, I don't even know where the meat comes from. Like, is this meat from Mexico? Is this yeah, meat from homie. America? Listen. Where you can't get organic jalapenos. So I was like, well, I guess I just got to grow them myself. Yeah. Matter of fact, that reminds me, right? Yeah. When you think about the, the routine of going to buy food, most of us don't even know where this shit comes from. No. Same with your weed. Yeah. To me, right, and again, shout out to my ex. Because I was always conscientious of what I ate, but because of her, I got even more conscious. And now, man, like real talk, being in Detroit, no, no shot at Detroit, but my body doesn't feel the same because I'm forced to eat. Like, not forced. I've, I've just started to find the people that I really fuck with who give me the same level of stuff. You know, anywhere you go, you got to make an effort to find that. Yeah. You got to you got to go to like, you know, these good butchers and I got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got I got good farmers that but it's an effort, right? But you I'm willing to make the effort. So I know like, hey, I might not eat a certain something unless I'm I'm dealing with my man Drew or I'm not going to eat this until I can go to this farmers market. I'm not going to eat this until I go, you know, like until I get a gas stove. <laughs> real man, oh my god, man. That's that's going to be like our running joke forever, you know? Well, but it's it's uh so what people don't know is Dutch hates electric ovens. I do, man. And I've had one for so long 
that I told him I think it just lowered my standards because like I don't know nah, but see the it. videos you showed me yeah. you got the you got the diffuser and you got the cast iron those are magical well the, that's just the uh that's the type of electric oven I have it's oh like that yeah, yeah 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 but see, it, I got I, the other joints this is yeah I just cook on the oh yeah the ones that just get oh okay I know what you're Come saying on, those yeah. are the worst but even I like my know. oven it takes longer to cook things and it's like I was I was starting to tell you I was doing this like I was trying to eat, so I made I made some like tacos and I you know I'm trying to like eat more low carb yeah. well less grain so I was baking these sweet potatoes and it basically it's like the recipe was like you so then you cut the sweet potatoes there and so I cooked the sweet potatoes at like 400 degrees yeah, 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 yeah. for 40 minutes and they still weren't fucking done yo, and I'd already started eating I was like fuck yeah you know what's so crazy it's funny you say that because I had the same thing happen to me. Yeah. I roasted mine. Yeah. You know what you do? You like, like you just roast, you poke holes in them, you roast them whole, right? Like yeah. what I do with mine, I, I poke holes in them. I should have poked holes yeah, in them. Yeah, I poke holes in them. I put them in foil. Them. Yeah, I poke holes in them, olive oil wrapped yeah. in foil. Normally, in, in, in my crib in New York, 450, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, shit is ready. Per, yeah. Like I cut it open, put butter on it, and I'm good. Yo, it took you like an hour and a half. 450 in electric is not really 450. Yeah. Um, any any people, any physicists that want to tell me exactly why that is, feel free to shout oh, out yeah, to please, tell me. Please tell us Let why. Let me know. You know what I mean? Tell I mean, me it's, why it it's is. even like, you know, at some point it's like, man, I, I just want to get an air fryers are really an interesting thing because they're just I'm hearing bad up. things. I'm hearing great things about them, but I'm hearing health wise it's not that good. Yeah. Is that true? I don't know. Again, I, I don't. Well, you don't, don't fry know. stuff in Greece, but it's still like people think if. I mean, if they just go to the grocery store and get frozen food, you know, that's already like packaged. Yeah, it's not going to be good. But it's like it's really good with wings. Um, but I like I mean, man, I like the smoker. Like we smoked smokers, we smoked that? ribs last night. So that reminds me. Yeah. To ask you a question. Yeah. Um, I have a business concept where I'm going to need two smokers. Yeah. Do you know anybody who makes smokers? No. OK. I need to find somebody that does custom smokers. That'd be cool. You know, and I'm just like, yo, we we in the Midwest, man. Where are my skilled laborers? Like, somebody's got to have They do it. I mean, I could go. You know what it is, too? I a lot of people booked. do shit, yeah. and they just don't advertise. It's like, that's the thing, too. A lot of artisans Me, yeah. is like word of mouth. I just got to probably look online my shit on was, YouTube. Yeah, my shit was word of mouth. Like, I don't, I mean, yeah. I just, I have a really functional the, website that's, yeah. that's garbage. Because, I mean, I know what I need to do to make it better. It's just, I don't have time. It's like, I need to, like, I need it to be better. Like, I you know, I could do some cool things with sales copy. Like I'll probably, I probably will, but it's yeah, just, my man it just can do it time. for you. My man can put it together for you. My, I mean, I have good friends too, like my yeah. buddy Nathan. I'm sure you do, you, but yeah. you still need time to go get at them and talk to them about it and yeah. go back and forth on it. It's yeah, not, but it's also too. I don't have, I don't have the money to pay somebody to do it. You know what I not mean? Not listen again. Like we, we yeah, before we started talking. recording, we were talking about it. Right, like. So again, Drew and I obviously both, you know, running businesses, small business owners and operators and things of that nature. And yo, I got outstanding invoice. I got I got products, projects that I'm working on, right? And I'm not going to get paid until like February, April, May, so right? Stressful. But I'm working and the shit is already happening, but you know, and then there's people that owe me money, but they're on net 60 or they're on net 90, you know, or they're I'm waiting you know, for this guy to give me a deposit yeah. on the thing, you know, things like that. So you're always. <laughs> well, I had I had an issue, too. Like one guy was like, yo, I haven't been paid in a while. And he's like, I haven't gotten any of your invoices because it was 
something with QuickBooks not actually emailing him. And then like I sent him all reminders and I brought yeah. out paper copies. He's like, yeah. I finally got your invoices, man. So this one grocery store, they hadn't paid me like all fucking year. And I finally started getting checks on that. So that was nice. But um, yep. hey, man, we're at an hour and three minutes. Yo, man, listen, up. always a pleasure, homie. We'll do it again soon. Definitely, yeah. Uh, hopefully it won't take so long. But now that I'm actually, the, I want to get that art kind of fixed. The guy who did that art, because he was like, what do you want it to look like? I was like, well, I want it to look like street professional. You know what I mean? That was kind of what I wanted, like. It's because it's still a podcast. So I wanted to have like yeah. some punk that graffiti, rock feel. Yeah, that yeah, graffiti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I like, dig it, yeah. Like some punk rock feel to it. No, that was also, cool. Yeah, but it needs some color. But he got he got a stomach. He's been sick, so I Damn. hope he gets better. He had like some stomach poisoning or something. Oh, and, shit. Nah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. So he's a, he's a good dude. Shout out to my man, Mateo. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so thanks for thanks for letting me come up here, Dutch. I gotta go yeah, anytime, and handle homie. the grocery stores again, just Yo, like last time. Listen, man, the fact that you got that going is a good thing, man. And go to this the pandemic, bank. man. I gotta shit. go to the bank and work out my PPP stuff. You oh know? yeah, yo, shout out to you for getting that, man. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I just actually got a notice too. I gotta do the same thing. Yeah, hopefully yeah. you can pick up some money. Yeah, well, I'm I'm out I'm out for free money, man. So listen, just same to here. finish, I don't care who's president. Just open up the fucking country. Listen, man, Cuomo need, finally said something like Cuomo's a fucking clown, but yeah, I shout know. out to him. He needs to listen. Pass the pass the fucking uh, legal weed and sports gambling, man, and I might spend more than two months out of the year in New York, mate. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Love